they need money. I guess they need Who money. in Div 1 and Div 2 would sell the most FPF jerseys? Like a player name. Kevin White. Um, oh, like Theo Would it be cool to wear, to wear a Theo jersey? No, not a Theo 2, to wear a Kevin White jersey. I feel like that wouldn't be a cool jersey. Well, the reason like a Tom Brady jersey. You don't wear a Tom Brady jersey. The reason why I would wear a Kevin White is because we have the same number. So it would fit. It wouldn't fit you. Well, this jersey wouldn't fit you. Around, around. So we had a discussion For yesterday. Two reasons. We had a discussion yesterday with another guy that wears fourteen, and I said, "Now, yes, we're all three all the famers, but you're the shame of the three numbers." I feel like Rod Master would be a hot jersey. Rod? Because like he's up and coming. Division yeah, one, like bandwagon. They're like the Browns now of, of Division Division one, which is no longer. No longer an insult, by the way. Yeah, they're good. Nick Archinohan would be a fun one if he had a jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. be a scorekeeper. Nobody likes a scorekeeper. Dan Lazar would be like the Baker Mayfield jersey. No. Why? I'd wear AJ Gomes. No, he, he, AJ Gomes would get jersey. He'd be Baker the Mayfield. Phil Rivers jersey because he's always screaming. Yeah. Baker Mayfield successful. Let me get that. How many? <laughs> da, how many? How many kids Dan's gonna have? Rick the Cherry. That'd be awesome. Be, uh, it would be like uh, like a Dave Craig jersey. Rick and Cherry. Okay, let's 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 talk about this one. Rick yeah, and Cherry. That's why I say well, I'm Mocom, by the way. I'm Simon. I'm Peace. I I want to know why no one has de- quirky details about their lives. And I'm Eagle, the reindeer warlock. Hmm. All right, so Nighthawks beat STL thirty-one twenty-six. Seawall and I were there for the game last week. Nighthawks lost forty-six forty-three against Norgard. Norgard was quarterbacked by Kevin Wyatt. So I mean, if there's two plays left in the game in court and in the half, and Kevin Wyatt's the quarterback, they're gonna score. So it, it kind of sucks for now how to lose that game, but now, fast forward to this week where the quarterback is not Kevin Wyatt, and Rick Nancherry was by far the best quarterback on the field. Yeah, Dylan and Taylor was awful. He played Rick. Rick played a phenomenal game. His receivers are not STLs' core. Like Nighthawks is not a Division Two team. But Rick and Cherry is making these guys very good. He had a bunch of four torses out there. Rick and well, look, the four torses himself, Tom Gatehouse, with two touchdowns. I was going to say. Tom Gatehouse, man. He was playing so good. Jamie Ojea is the hot, best receiver for STL in this game. Tom Gatehouse is the best receiver for Nighthawks. Uh, that, that, I mean, I mean put, right, that, yeah. put that in the statue next to each other, yeah. which receiver you want. But like, So on, on fourth down, he goes to Andrew Carruthers, who's covered by Jamie Ojea, and scores. Mm-hmm. On, third and, on third down... Theo was covering Tom Gatehouse. Tom Gatehouse scored. Like, what world is this? It's a bizarre world. <laughs> like, what? What's going on? But honestly, Rick, boss placement was flawless. These guys kept making plays. Inslee Adams had a monster game. Yeah. Like, he was, honestly, he was the reason why this game was even this close. And Rick played flawlessly. Like, he, he had five drives, scored on all five. That's a weird, weird word that they won the game. He's not the reason the game was that close. He's the reason they won the game. Inslee Adams plays oh. for well, Nighthawks. Nighthawks. Yes, if Inslee Adams not there, yeah, they so lose if the you're game. concerned about Simo, we started. We okay, so here, let me just put it Simo.com. <laughs> Robbie Robinson and Theo J was the matchup. They were trash talking each other here, and Robbie Robinson kept on saying, I'm a 35 year old player who's dogging your team right now. Theo's like, All right, relax. Well, let's go and see what happens. At the end of the day, Nighthawks win big win because they clinched a playoff spot officially and now are in the tournament, whereas STL. After that loss, you have questions about this team and the direction they're going. Well, so, but what's interesting is I don't know what Dylan kept seeing. Dylan Taylor kept seeing. So he kept throwing a post over the middle. He forced balls. Like, like I want to say, uh, in the first half, every second pass was was a, a skinny post over the middle that wasn't open. That had defenders there. So th- this is a bit fishy. I just looked at the the roster and STL is at five one five point zero. 
on offense. Mm-hmm. The cap is 515.0. Mm-hmm. The odds of that happening are very slim. Just saying. Collusion. 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 Uh, All right. Get the crack team on that. But uh, honestly, I agree with you. He kept going. He kept forcing it to Jamie. And after what you, you said, trash talking between Robbie and Theo. Which was great. Yeah, it was amazing. I, I, I laughed for like 20 minutes. And so Theo was longer. To, told Robbie, like, okay, do whatever. And then next, he told Robbie he was going to burn him next play. And he absolutely cooked him, except Dylan didn't throw him off. No. Like as a receiver, there's only so much you can do. If you have five yards separation with the DP and he's not, you're not getting thrown to, there's... It's pre- is the pressure too much for Dylan Taylor? No. I just think he had, I think a, bad he had a bad week. I think it was just a bad game for him. All in all, I think like it happens. Everybody has like this is a game for SL that didn't really matter anyways. Dylan didn't play really well. He was forcing throws. Justin Blanchard had zero targets. The oh he had a target, but he had zero catches. Uh like Tio J only had two targets. Like it's just the the game when it mattered the most, he, he instead of reading the field and going back to what he does best, he just kept forcing it. Throwing in trip in tri- in tri- sorry, throwing in triple coverage to Jamie didn't work out. Yes, the stat line is great. But at the end of the day, they lost the game. Controversy beat uh, King's Landing. Yep. Um, honestly, Sean Avon pre- played pretty well, but just Dan Lazara was better himself. Tacos played like tacos. Yeah, I mean, Controversy is the by far the better team to begin with. Yeah. And if, if push comes to shove, Controversy is going to put up monster points. I... Like, yeah, that's the thing about controversy, right? Because when they're on, they're very tough to beat. When they're off, like they were against uh, Clockmakers, uh, two su- uh, last Sunday it was. This is really anemic. Mm-hmm. They don't have much going for them at that point. But if they can do this performance for the remainder of the season, I wouldn't want to face them in the playoffs. Controversy. Controversy. Controversy is a tricky team to play in the playoffs because yes, you could get the the bad week Dan where he has he makes a few mistakes and. Gets into his own head, or you get the guy that throws seven touchdowns and he looks twenty four for twenty seven. That's one. Th- you get that guy. Like he made a mistake, he threw an interception. So twen- twenty five of his balls were caught. So <laughs> here's a question for you for Dan Lazari: Is he more concerned about winning a championship, stats, championship, hundred percent championship? Yeah, it's, the, it's the thing. That's the thing people were saying when when they weren't weirdly not voting for him for for Hall of Fame. He got the, was lack of championships. He got the QBs of the years. Yeah. Like he's got a lot. Eight of them. of them. He's got a lot of them. eight. No, he has a two no, way. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I mean, he's got eight awards. Yeah, he got he got enough QB of the years that he doesn't need to prove himself anymore. He needs to start winning playoff games and winning championship games. Winter season at least. Uh, Clockmakers, big one over SYO, 24-14. This was a, a great game. It's, this, not a, it's not a big game. This was because <laughs> this this was a trash talk film matchup. Kyle Lebowski with SYO. SYO uh, taking liberties against the defense, against the opposing team in Clockmakers. I thought Clockmakers played a really good game defensively for the first time. They looked much more in sync than they were in they weeks past. They played a really good game last week too, but when your offense isn't scoring... Well, that's, that's going to be the knock on them, right? Is is which Ryan Castro will he get? This is like Dylan Taylor, right? Which which quarterback again, will he get? They scored 24. It's not good. Well, in this game, it was good enough. Though, Simo. It, it was good enough, but that doesn't mean it makes it good. Well, like it, uh, The thing is, you though. Pa- it's a, these are passing grade, but it's not good enough. The thing, by the way, the, the highlight of this game wasn't uh, Clockmakers, but SYO and how Christian Sarantola, who didn't wear a number, by the way, almost knocked out... One of his teammates. Who? All names. Uh, Jonathan Buzareth. Why? Because he ran the wrong route, and he literally went to him like this. Run the f- 
bleeping route properly. And Boozereth had his fist clenched and went like this, and he stopped. He's like, no, no, I'm not going to punch you. Well, you shouldn't be punching people. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's a, a recreational play football. So it's also if, if like he did that, if, if this was teammate on teammate violence, does a teammate get banned for the year for life? Uh, I'll tell you what. If, yes. if 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 I'm the teammate getting punched, you're getting a lawyer's letter tomorrow. So, <laughs> so I so don't care. Banned or not? Yeah, you're still getting sued. <laughs> yeah, sorry, civil court. Well, not sorry. Uh, sorry division no, one. You should be sorry because you know, D one. Great game. Braves beat Montreal Finance. A try hard Montreal Finance actually. Uh, Finance really wanted that win to prove that they could compete with Braves and uh, Braves dominated the same way they have all season. Mm-hmm. Braves is the new Finest. Is the win through 2019 Finest. Is a team that nobody wants to play and the number one seed and everybody's afraid of. When you say new yeah. Finest, what do you mean? Like they're going to go on a run of like eight championships in a row? Is that what they you're might. Fine? No, they they're, might. they're the one team that... They're the best team in FPF right now. Everyone knows in Div 1 that there's always like this fr- front runner yeah, yeah. and the people behind. It used to be finest every single season all well, the that's time. That's no longer the case. It's no longer finest. Now, it, this season, it's Braves. If you ask anybody in Div 1, say, who's the one team you don't want to play? It's Braves. It took 10 years, but Mokon <laughs> is finally right. This is the <laughs> worst. This is. I like being <laughs> right. I made the Nostra Thomas pick years ago, and it came true, finally. But, uh, like, two, two points for both finest. Will they be a 500 team going into the playoffs, yes or no? They're playing way astute, yes. PZ. It's a tough game, man. It's not an easy game. That's a, that's a tough game. But will Finance really risk? Their I mean, like, I don't think they're, they're not trying to lose. You know, it's not a risk. No, they don't, they don't a, go that's out. Not, that's no, a no, weird no. way to... You keep phrasing no, things the, the weirdest way. The, the middle of the pack games... Like if you're concerned about Simo, we started <laughs> a website, www. .helpsimo.com. No, like the week 5, 6, 7, 8, it looked like Finance didn't care. Like Whatever happens, doesn't matter. But the last few weeks... Oh, sorry. Simoneeshelp.com. Come on, man. One job. Just know the fucking I didn't start. I didn't make the website. It was Eagle. You asked him to make it and you gave him the title. Correct. Stop making excuses and just do your job. www.simoneeshelp.com. All right. So as you're, saying, help. as you're saying the point before, Simone. Like, yeah, I think that on it, realistically, finance this season, they're better than most teams in Div 1 at full strength. Okay. So here's the thing for you. As weak as they are now, as, as I've been proven right, proven right after five years, um... <laughs> Is it still a very compelling story that they're going into the playoffs as a weakened animal? It's only compelling if they upset like Braves first round. Well, no, no second round because Braves has the bye, right? Oh, Braves sorry, have the bye, round. but, but yes. what I'm trying to imply is that they might be a like five unless or they six. have a huge upset. Does but, not. But here's, this is my point. There's nothing though, right? compelling about it. If they're a five or six seed, they play whoever they play. DK, DK or D boys, D boys, right? It's not. That's not a story. But, but the only the only thing that's ever compelling about finest is when they lose. Yeah. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Is it is it compelling that if they were to lose by say 40 points to DK, that 40 points, let's say 18 plus, that points. would be compelling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I if Finest loses to DK like a, in an ugly fashion. The, the the worst part is the worst part about this is so when it happened this season, this was a huge moment. DK finally beat Finest after going like 0 and 8, right? But the problem is if the if Finest loses this playoff round to DK as a three against six seed. It's it's more of a knock on DK for losing that game than it is for Finest to lose that game. I feel like Finest is the weakest roster in Div One and the six teams that are going to make it in, even if they have Kevin Wyatt. So for D- DK should win that game as a favorite. It's not the other way around. Oh, it's a knock. You finally beat Finest. You knocked them out of the playoffs. It's you should be winning this. Yeah. All right, D Boys big win over Flagmore Sack. That's a huge big, win. That's a huge, huge win. win. D Boys needed to win to stay within the playoff race ahead of Waste Youth. 
And that's a, I find it, in my opinion, that's a surprising one. I th- I, I thought Flag One Sec would yes and no. Would I think come away with it. D boys finally have their roster together. They finally have their guys back. Everybody's playing. But we've been saying this is also this is also like Flag One Sec Prime, right? This is this is the window of opportunity yeah. to cash in. It was, but yes, it, yes. Like I was looking at the roster, it was like the everybody was pretty much there for both teams. Flag One Sec. Played okay, but they didn't play great. They made some mistakes. Debo was capitalized. Marco had a very good game. TOJ was being vintage Tio again. <coughs> like he doesn't look hurt anymore, and he's running his routes properly, and he's getting fed, and they're moving the chains. And I feel like this is back to what D-Boys do best. And but the problem is you were missing. So a week you're missing Tio, and the week you're missing, you know, you're playing with three subs. But now that's the MO. Though. D-Boys don't care for the first five games. They really don't. They just give a, they give a bleep about the last oh, five. And this, well, yeah, Kuwait suspended for a little while. Yeah, it didn't help. Didn't help. Theo was hurt. Yeah, but but they don't care. Like, they, I think this has been like if you look at the history now of the last like two three seasons in in winter spring, they've always been at like one and two, one and three, and then they come yeah. on strong. Well, after that win against Finance, it really motivated them. Yeah, I we'll look at the playoff standings now for Div One and Div Two. We'll go playoffs? with Div One first. Monstars are done. They're four and six. That's um, a harsh way to put it. Done for the season. They're done for. <laughs> they, they played the ten games. Yep. Okay, I, I was trying to understand. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was like, wait, they're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're done for the season. They're the sixth seed at the moment. Uh, does Waste You can catch them and jump them? Waste You could clinch if they win one of their next two games. And they're in a two way tie for sixth with Monstars. Uh, and they need to allow less than 86 points in their next two so games. So, what's the, what's the, what's the, uh, m- Path for Monstars to clinch a playoff spot now at this point? The, waste, the opposite of those things. Waste You think got fat losing up. Okay. Or losing, not winning up. Well, Godfat's not going to go playoffs. I don't think Godfat's going to make it in. It's Wastute's more the concern, but Wastute doesn't have an easy path ahead. Yeah, so uh, the graphic is actually wrong. For uh, I just realized this now. Mm-hmm. The, that D-Boys and Finest are essentially clinched because they can't, Monstars can't jump them. Yeah. Uh, just because of... The only two teams that, in, like, that aren't clinched well, right now are Monsters. Well, Wastute. listen, I might have done it right. Let me say. It just depends, right, if they fall into a three-way tie, mon- though. Yeah, in a two-way tie. If my, in the three-way tie, they will not make it in. Who are you talking about, Monstars? Yeah. But in, oh, no, see, not even. But Finest and D-Boys beat Monstars this season. So, so D-Bo- Monstars are really uh, on uh, the edge. So Monstars are really in a tough spot. If Wastute wins one of the two games and don't get blown out, yeah. uh, Mon- Wastute might might jump Monstars to the playoffs. Okay, so now we look at... Goffat, the- there is a chance. Goffat has a chance. So what they need down. is they, they could clinch if they win the next two games... And allow less points to the Monsters, who have finished with 375 points. So if Waste Youth wins and uh, beats Finest, they also need to allow less than Waste Youth currently at 288 with two games left. All right, so which first round matchups, like if it's going to be DK, D Boys, Finest, and Monsters, which matchup are you looking forward to the most to see? Is it D Boys, Finest, or is it going to be DK against Monsters? D Boys, Finest in the first rounds feels so weird. Yeah. I you know, like. I feel like it's going to be. DK against Waste Youth and Finest against D Boys. Which is a very fun matchup for, for Waste Youth and D Boys Finest is al- has always been like the the story, right? They've always been the two teams fighting each other. So in the first round of the playoffs, before Flymore Second Braves even play, it's gonna be a crazy game. That's yeah. crazy to think that this is the, a quarterfinal match, not even a semifinal yeah. at minimum. But for Monsters though, you wonder the what if if of course Robinship has a real life you can go to Thailand you know that's fine, but if yeah. he wasn't in Thailand this probably is a team that has six 
maybe seven yep. wins. There will probably be third or fourth, right? Probably and be that, three, I think. And that would push down everybody one seed. So the are going out to the sixth seed at this point, right? Sixth and fighting. And I have a playing game this week against Waste U. Yeah, yeah, pretty right? much. Pretty much. Uh, Waste U, if they were, as you said, to get in the playoffs, do you think they can make any noise? I think, I think DK would be the right matchup for them. I think DK is a tough matchup for them. Uh, I, I think that uh, across the board, well, except let's say except from Braves, I think that the toughest matchup for Waste Suit is DK. All right, looking at Dip 2 and uh, what we have lined up, of course, Braves and Hashtag NR are going to be your 1 and 2s. Uh, you Can't Stay With Us and SCL will be your 1 and 2s on the Conference B side. Uh, more or less, the playoffs are set. Um, Terror Squad, Bad Boys, Alcoholics, Prospect Squad. The most desirable matchup that you're looking forward to seeing is who? Terror Squad against Prospect Squad or Alcoholics against Terror Squad? I really like Prospect Squad against Terror Squad. Yeah. I really like the Battle the, of the Squads. The reason why I like this game is because Prospect Squad with Mara Pereca now, they're, they're better. Their defense is actually pretty good, and they're, they're getting there. Right? They, I don't think they're going to be able to beat Braves or NR, but they could beat Terror Squad. Tamville that has not played well last week against You Can Sit With Us. They put up 38 points. Mm-hmm. but he made some mistakes on key downs. And I feel like that's something that Prospect Squad could feed off. Right? They make a mistake here and there. You, you've seen them play. Like yeah, they're very aggressive. They're very loud. Yeah. Could get into his head a little like, here and there. Makes an interception. Turns the game around. Mario Pereca could have one of those great games where he looks like a different quarterback. He's a street quarterback, though, Mario Pereca. Yes, but if he they get hot early, then they could be putting up 45 points. If there's history yeah. on his side, if you remember the spring season last year, uh, if you look it up here, Eagle, Eaglet, uh, Meyer Pereka, I forget who he played with in Division B. It was they took out the number one. Drop the mic. Drop the mic. Yes, they beat the STL. I think it was Eaglet. Can you look it up for me, please? I'm sorry, you're playing a warlock game, but I don't want to. Eaglet means you. look it up, produce, do something with your life. So anyway, he, he's like had the says he's the guy with the computer in front of him also <laughs> can do I'm, this. I'm oh, I'm like, Listen, does he look like a producer? I'm not a producer, <laughs> Eaglet. Uh, he, so he's he barely looks like a host. <laughs> he, <laughs> no, he's got a haircut. Yeah. Uh, so they, he's had the pedigree <laughs> to win and upset. I think he's good enough to do it. The problem is this season, he looks off. Like he, Mara Pereca is not necessarily the most running quarterback. Like He's got a cannon for an arm. Use it. But he yeah. keeps running. He he's keeps like Dwayne Haskins. He keeps trying to beat the rusher. Yes, he could. They beat Dad Bods in Dad the quarterfinals. There you go. There you go. That's right. So uh, I feel like they would be better off with him throwing more than running. I feel right. he runs too much. So for Braves 2.0, hashtag NR, which teams do they want to avoid when bad, coming off their bye week? Bad boys. And bad boys would be like, if, if things went according to the seedings, bad boys would lock up with uh, Braves 2.0, NR against Terror Squad. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that for either team, Bad Boys is the toughest of the, f- the four remaining. Uh, and it, Bad Boys is just a matter of what kind of patch and all shows up. The one that has been playing for the past few weeks has mm-hmm. been putting up 45 points. He's got weapons around him. It's a good defense. Right. They're a very physical team with Nick Arsenault, mm-hmm. Matt Bond, Pachinol. Ryan Aridi is a good rusher. It's a tough team to play against. I wouldn't mind seeing an NR Bad Boys rematch. Oh, that'd be fun. Be, that be was loud. a great game. Yeah, that was a loud. fun game. Shinari going out with Mike Asari. My God, that was a fun, fun game. So I would love to yeah. see that happen again. Peace. If there's a team out there that NR wants to avoid in their opening playoff game, who is it? I don't see it. No bad way. Boys. Or you think they'll go? Through? I think they want Bad Boys. Like knowing the guys on NR, they want that matchup. They but want that. It's the right mentality. Yeah, that's that's who they are. Like they. 
they're not looking to void anyone, and I don't think there's a team there that's particularly scary for them, other than maybe Braves 2.0. You can't sit with us on the other side. Of the yeah, bracket. but that's the finals. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's other than the top tier of the division, there's no one that's going to compete. Right. On the flip side, or not, no one compete, but there's no one that yeah. truly poses a threat to them. Right. On the flip side, you can't sit with us. SL are the one and two, so they got the buys, and so from the looks of it, and it's still to be played out with. Kings Landing, Clockmakers, and Nighthawks. Nighthawks could move up to number five. Uh, Kings Landing, I believe, would have the tiebreaker over, or they would have the edge over Nighthawks. So King Landing should be your four seed, I believe, right now. Mm-hmm. So anyway, point is this. Controversy, Kings Landing, Clockmakers, Nighthawks, four teams, four teams with major questions on their roster. Which one are you more confident in that can make them deeper in the playoffs? So the the one I have the most confidence in is the controversy. I feel like they're the one team that could beat any of these six mm-hmm. as a lower seed. I mean, but if there's one tricky matchup to play, it's Nighthawks. I I I think that's just your, your recency bias. Yeah, because, because you saw it yesterday. Therefore, well, no, it it's the well, truth of all weeks. No, but it happened back to back weeks. Right, like they almost upset NR with a better quarterback. It's like the Kevin Wyatt's better than quarterback. It's like the keto diet, right? Everyone's on this keto diet. That's that's what it is with with Nighthawks. Oh my God, this is really oh, fun but to it's, watch. It's just the problem is if you can't stop their offense and they put up, they score on every single drive. It comes down to can your quarterback not make any mistakes? Yeah, but can he trust any of the Nighthawks to come up with a clutch play? Because playoffs are different. Well, they haven't like last three weeks. Oh, your boy Gatehouse. Two 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 touchdowns. They they haven't last three weeks. Like they're they're making plays, they're doing great, and if your quarterback scores on every single drive, <coughs> s- at some point somebody's gonna make a mistake. So if it's not Rick and it's Alex Hall Tommy or boy. Dylan Taylor or Dan Lazara, they lose a the game because your quarterback made one bad so, one bad you, throw. Are you taking Rick and Trey over Dan Lazara? I'm not. You taking Rick and Trey over uh, Dylan Taylor? I'm you, not. Well, um, yes, even with, even with the game yesterday, I take Rick and Trey over uh, Alex Holloway. I'm not as okay. a player. A quarterback, yeah. head-to-head quarterback. Yes. No, oh, you're wrong. No, but he... I could be wrong. But his case, entirely wrong. He rests his case, though. He I rest my case. Okay. I rest yeah. my case, bro. Yeah, you, yes. I agree. So, last you, You're fine. You, your case is Nine Hawks is not scary. Yeah. Although, your Nine case. Hawks are kind of scary. I mean, yeah, because <laughs> they see so well at night. It's but, terrifying. But the, all, on, all night animals are crazy. The only reason why we can make the argument that team is not scary is because the roster is weak. But, but, you know, but I think, again, so, like, no, like Wickton Cherry is a very good quarterback, not, and I'm Tommy not knocking Boyd. him at all. It's just, man, like a lot of the guys who've come up, like Alex Holloway, like, like you know uh, Dan Lazara, like even Sean Avram. At this point, at this point in their careers, they're better than Wickton Cherry. You see, Sean Avram is better than Wickton Cherry right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Is Sha- okay. Is Wickton Cherry better than Ryan? I, Kastner? It's weird for me to say, by the way. Uh, I disagree. Here's a question for you: Is Wickton Cherry better than Ryan Castner? I don't think so. Even with the faults that Ryan Castner's had this season. I, I look, when Rick and Cherry looks impressive, like we have seen the last couple of weeks, it's great. But there's also, like, he hasn't been amazing all season. He's been good. He's been fine. He's but been pretty good. But your defense allowed 373 points in nine weeks. Mm-hmm. That's like, not good. That's and horrible. And you have, you have yeah, like, maybe, three maybe, teams. Maybe that's like, 40. Again, the fact that he doesn't have great receivers around him doesn't make his case because it's, uh, it's dynamic, right? Yeah. So good receivers make a good quarterback better. Bad receivers make a good they, quarterback worse. But they, average, right? they average 42 points against a week. Mm-hmm. That's horrible. And you have three that's teams. really, really bad, man. Three teams on that side of the division that have averaged 33-plus points per game. Yeah. They, I don't remember the last time a team allowed more than 400 points against. And went deep in the playoffs? Not too no, sure. No, no, at all. Period. That's the period. Yeah. 400 points is a lot, man. 
what's the Rob White defense? They will right? they will allow more than 400 points this season. Guaranteed. Unless they, they allow less than 27 this week, which is All right, so for you can't sit with us at SGL, which teams do they want to avoid when they have their opening playoff games? Controversy. Controversy, yeah. Well, controversy would be locked up with STL, right? They can't play. You can't sit with us until minimum. Yeah. Which uh, is which is good for you can sit with us, in my opinion. But like, if I'm yes, I think you can sit with us is the better team, but that doesn't mean you should play them right away. Like, Does Kings Landing pose a threat to? Uh, They're pretty good, man. I I like them. Um, I've been very very impressed with play, and again, it, it hurts me to to give to pay a compliment to Sean Avram, but I've been very impressed with him this season. It's uh, he's really ri- risen to the challenge, and um, look, they need a lot of things to go right for them to compete against the top three teams. Because, like to me, you, this this conference B is exactly ranked as we probably thought it was going to be at the start of the season, right? So, like you yes. can't sit with us. STL controversy are far and above the three best teams in the division. Controversy, some odd losses in there, but we whatever. Yeah. Right now, we know those are the top three teams, right? King's Landing would need a lot to go right to beat any of those three teams. Right? Yeah. I don't think that's a, that's a stretch to say. So, I think King's Landing could beat Clockmakers or Nighthawks. Yeah. Depending who they play there, I think they're going to win the first round matchup. Correct. Second round, I just don't see it. Yeah, that's the thing I said. They're going to lose, but it's not going to be close. They're going to lose by I a agree. decent margin because I don't think Sean Abram is there yet. Yeah. So, would you but say, sorry, please, would you say then in the relation of the, of the two A and B here, that it's a little bit more unknown in Conference B of who will come out of it compared to Conference A? No. I think it's pretty much the same. There's three teams in both divisions. Yeah. I can agree with that. Maybe, maybe, yeah. It's about, yeah. It's about the same. All right. Speaking of the same, it is now time for same the season. games of the week. All right. Here we go. I'm still going to do spooky sounds, though, because it's fun. All right. Fine. Well, that that was, yeah. Um, let's do Div 2 first. We have Killa Bees Clockmakers. Clockmakers. Yes. Yes. You can sit with us, alcoholics. You can sit with us? Yeah, you can Agreed. sit with us. They can sit with them. The Symphony Youth Orchestra for Life versus Terror Squad. <laughs> <laughs> I love orchestras, but they're going to lose this game. Yeah, yes. Terror Squad. Uh, King's Landing, hashtag NR. Hashtag, hashtag NR. NR. And Simon down in front. We have Alcoholics versus Nighthawks. Uh, Nighthawks. Uh, Nighthawks. Yes. I'll go Nighthawks. All right. Division one. The Montreal's finest waste ute. Waste ute. Waste ute. Planted my flag there. Okay. Planted my flag in a taco. <laughs> See what I did there? Yes. Hey, oh. Uh, D boys got fat. D boys. Uh, D boys. Flag sack DK. Flag one. Flag one sack. Yes. And waste ute versus what I can guess is monsters. Nope, no. got fat. <laughs> Waste you. All right. To which agreement? Which shoot will make the playoffs? All right, maybe this will won't be an agreement. Magic words, please. He lost 70 pounds and became MLB's number one pitching prospect? I saw that. Good night, Zion Williamson. No. Forrest Whitley's the guy. He said MLB. <laughs> <laughs> and it's weird because like, his old weight is probably less than Zion Williamson's current weight. <laughs> and Mo calls himself a sports professional. 